are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. Fifteenth right. album. I mean, how does that feel, man? It feels good. I'm glad we uh, finally got it done. And to really have the celebratory concert here in Boston, does it does it really mean a lot to you? Well, I think that um, album or not, I think it was time that we did something like that. Uh, we, we haven't we haven't really uh, done much for a while for 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 Boston, and we thought it would be really nice to just throw a free concert for for, uh, for all the fans that could get away, and you know, it was. Uh, it's something I wanted to do for a long time. What are you most excited about on this album? Uh, that the uh, songs seem to resonate uh, from all different parts of our career. I think that the title really works. At first, we didn't know what the title meant. I mean, it just was just any old title, you know, like one of ten. But then we started looking at the songs, and all the songs sounded like, oh, that sounded like, like it could have come from Pump. That one sounded like it could have come from Get a Grip. That one sounded like it could have come from the second album, you know? It really started to make sense. So it, it kind of shows uh, a lot of different sides of the band. With the recording process for this, uh, there were a lot of rumors going around that, you know, you, you started as early as 2004. I mean, have you had some of these songs in the can for years and years, or what was the process like? There was uh, probably a, there's a, a different story for every song. I mean, there are some some riffs that have been around for a long time, and then there are other songs that uh, the riffs were written the day that they were cut. So, now, uh, every, and everything in between. Just a name I thought of. All right, welcome to the Freeform Rock Podcast. What's up, Lee? Hey, Smedley, how are you doing? Smedley? Oop, um, um, well, or, or, what, S- uh, Smed and Lee, <laughs> I, I mean, so mega entertaining, um, whatever the D stands for, I, I, I'd say, depending on awesomeness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are cool, man. Thank you very much, man. Well, today we got a uh, we're gonna have a trip on an album, the last Aerosmith album in 2012 that they've released, and they haven't uh, tried to release any more music since then. <laughs> so I don't know. Thank God, because I would not want to have to follow them past this. Well, but I will say. The fact that you forced me to hear this album, hey, I had some good moments. Well, at least most of this album they wrote with themselves with a couple outside co-writers, except one of them was written by Diane Warren, unfortunately, and one was uh, co-written with Desmond Child, unfortunately. But I do um, like Desmond Child on Bon Jovi songs, but... And some couple of old Aerosmith songs, but oh, man, he just—he, I think Desmond Child's lost his touch. In other words, you like you like banana cream pie on desserts. You don't like it on steak. Oh so, no! <laughs> so 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 you do know you do know 
where butter is best put. Well, in other words, I always yeah. said Aerosmith is best in the seventies, but I do like Pump, and I like Nine Lives, and I like um, Get a Grip, and I liked uh, Permanent Vacation. You know, Permanent Vacation was the album that actually got me into listening to older Aerosmith. My mom always had. Um, Toys in the Attic, I knew about ten, uh, Big Ten Inch Record and stuff like that, but I was never really into them until I heard Permanent Vacation, Dude Looks Like a Lady, and then I backtracked yeah. and went back, and, and then I saw that tour with Dokken opening, which Dokken was freaking terrible. Their, their sound was oh. bad, and Lynch and Don were fighting in concert. Is like I picked a bad show to go, but Aerosmith was freaking awesome. Yeah, I would say... That uh, if if you're only way into Aerosmith's early stuff at that time was Toys in the Attic, I definitely would have stuck to the later period. Yeah, <laughs> but oh, you don't care for Toys in the Attic. I wow do not. I like No More, No More, and Round and Round is okay. You don't like Adam's Apple. I don't anymore. <laughs> oh, wow. I, um... Well, Rocks is their best album, but... Oh, absolutely. You and me agree. But but what I will say is that, yeah, um... I'm just kind of like, uh... Up to and including Rock in a Hard Place, that was my Aerosmith period. And even though I didn't like Toys in the Attic, it was still... It would be like, even if I didn't like Bon Jovi, if I liked one song of them, I would <coughs> prefer it over other crap. And and I would say, so to me, Aerosmith's Toys in the Attic was like Bon Jovi's New Jersey, wow, even I though like I don't, even though I don't like, I don't know if I like all of the songs on it, but I do not like all of the songs off of 7800 Degrees. <sighs> I find that to be, um, some of the songs are like Neil Diamond's Clacker. Cacklin' Rosie, get on board. I like da, that da, song. Da, da, da. Oh shit! <laughs> I like. I like it. Be- I like it better than Bon Bon Fucky. But... I love seventy eight hundred Fahrenheit, but John doesn't like it. <laughs> oh, he never plays any of that shit in concert, and I'm pissed. I want to hear Silent Night. I, I want to hear Tokyo Road. I want to hear In and Out <laughs> of Love, but they never play it. I'm like, jeez. <laughs> I want to now tweet John and tell him thank you for not... <laughs> Damn it! Talking about that album made me cough a lot. But anyway, <laughs> I, I want to I, I tweet him and say thank you, man, for not, for not doing that album all these years. You've made a service to us fa- non-fans of your music. He really doesn't even play Runaway in concert, you know? And I, I Thank, That's another reason why I should tweet him. Thank you. I hate that shit. I like, I like the woman 
or the young girl in the video, but she looks so angry, like she's angry she's in that song, but I do like her. I don't like the song. Uh, but, I, I but, love but, the first two albums by them. I, I thought they were awesome. It's just, I prefer anything by Aerosmith over Bon Fucky. Even Just Press Play was terrible. I don't know that yet, but knowing your taste in music, I can't say. It's got the freaking autograph robot on there with freaking a pink cover. But I... But... But... If it's worse than Autograph's album, Sign In Please, then I agree. I like that album. You probably like that fucking album. <laughs> Shit. I can't listen to you. I can't, I can't fucking listen to you. Well, no. You are a man of many surprises. You're like me. You're like, hi, I'm sober. Cat squirrel, cat squirrel, Mr. Bean pie, pie, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Hi, how are you doing? People, hi. You, so yeah, you're cool, but you're you're cool in the way that I am. You're scary cool. Well, I, I do like George Michael and Wham. <laughs> um, if I am so fucking drunk that I can't even press off of my computer and someone plays me wham and they put a gun to my head I'll smile and say okay but that's it you'd be this is wake me up after I shoot myself <laughs> absolutely I I I I um um careless whisper is on a scale of one to ten, maybe a five. But but don't don't quote me on this anywhere, please. <laughs> well, I like uh, anything she does. That's my favorite song off that album. I don't even know that song. That's the song that goes ah uh, oh ah uh, ah, uh, and it goes na 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 na. Somebody that sounds like tell me. me. Won't you that tell me? That sounds like me. Like, uh, 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 can somebody fucking tell me where my bottle of vodka is? Oh, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, anything she does, fuck, give me my fucking bottle before she breaks it. So, all right. All right. Well, let's get into this, this crap task, this good album, the great out. Well, you know what? We'll get into it and we'll tell you how we like it. Okay. Uh, this is uh, 2012's Aerosmith, a music from another dimension. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, what is it? The Twilight Zone theme. I can't redo it right now. Well, yeah. This is uh, their last album, and I hopefully their last if they don't get shit, shit together because there was hope listening to this album because before this album they made a great covers album of old blues tracks called Honking on Bobo which is really rocking and really bluesy and really like old gritty Aerosmith and I was going oh and shit they I did that maybe they're getting like it too. Yeah, I maybe like they're getting their shit together and then they released this and then I was like eh 
I was expecting good music again, you know. But I did get surprised on a lot of these tracks off this album. So let's get into this crap or good album. We'll tell you. We'll tell you how many songs we like and how many songs we don't like off this album. I think All it's right. a little too long. I think they could have cut off at least seven songs. <laughs> oh, I think that they could have cut off seven inches of their ding ding but that's and, that, and that's including the three bonus tracks off disc two we're doing the bonus tracks so i think there's eight good songs off this and i'll tell you which eight i like <laughs> Out of i did not i did not know how many i like or dislike but we'll find out well i, I marked them yeah <laughs> i right. i just wrote my my notes but yeah all right let's get into the first track which 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 starts off pretty cool like a twilight zone starting so, what did you think of Love XXX? The introduction was too long, but the song was pretty good. For newer Aerosmith, I have to say, I'm surprised they did pretty good on this song. Maybe they didn't lose all their fire after all. Well, this song was penned by the band. Tyler and Perry wrote this song, so this is like... They do good when they when they they just do their own shit, you know. I like it instead of they bringing these outside. Most of the songs that have outside, uh, we'll get into those songs. Really suck, but uh, this yeah. song I love the Twilight Zone thing in the beginning. It has a groove. Don't care for the vocal effects. Steven, they put some vocal effects on Steven Tyler in the beginning here and there. I don't really care for that. It's got grooving guitars. And uh, the solo is good, and I love the drumming. I think it's a good opener, and it, and it's like, oh wow, Aerosmith's back. And then, and then we yeah. get into track two, which is the your first favorite song off this album. Oh yeah, so we'll come back on the Freeform Rock podcast. Here's Oh Yeah by Aerosmith from Music from Another Dimension. Show me your 
That was Oh Yeah by Aerosmith. What did you think of that track, Lee? Oh, this sounds like the Rolling Stones at their hardest. Holy fuck. This is one of Aerosmith's best songs ever. Damn. I couldn't see that elephant coming from two feet away. Yeah, this is a good track. I, I put on here, it's got the arrow groove. Arrow, I, I call it arrow rock. Good song, man. The solo's good, and the album's going good so far. So I'm going, yeah, they're back, baby. When I first heard it, and then uh, we get into track three, beautiful, which they bring in an outside songwriter and Marty Fredrickson. But most of the song is written by Tyler Fredrickson, Whitford Kramer, Tom Hamilton. So it's got the band stamp on it, but they had to bring in an outside dude for some reason. I don't know. So what'd you think of beautiful? Is this a reject of the Smashing Pumpkins? <laughs> this is extremely weird. I'm not even sure I like it or not, but at least it's interesting. I'll say it's one of the more interesting tunes because it at least is weird. Not wonderful, but interesting. Well, I actually do like this song. I like the way Joey Kramer's drums sound on this album. It's right, got a good groove going, and I love the the guitars, the rhythm, and uh, good riffs and a good solo on it. You know, I the the lyrics are kind of cheesy, but I I kind of like it. And then we get in, and so what? So we got you like the first two, didn't like the third. I like the first two, and I like the third. So now we get into the fourth track on this album, which was written by Tom Hamilton. Tell me, what? Tell me, Lee, what do you think of this song? Ah! Uh, oh, please spare me <laughs> an outtake from Guns N' Roses' Use Your Illusion 5. This does nothing for me. I'd rather listen to a bunch of cockroaches chewing on a tin can before hearing this again. Yeah, this song is terrible dribble. Sounds like they're looking for a hit. And I don't know what kind of hit. Uh, smack in the face? Fuck, this song sucks. <laughs> Thank you, man. I know you don't like butt darts, so I'm not going to say anything <laughs> in that way. But I fucking love what you said, man. I fucking hate this song, man. It's terrible. Sorry, Tom, man. I love you, man. You had a stroke. In fact, and, I uh, don't even remember the song. I just remember my notes. Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, there was one other song he wrote on his own, um, and I hated that too, yeah, whatever it, that one was. And then we get into track number five, Out Go the Lights. What do you think of this one? Oh, this sounds like an outtake from Toys in the Attic, my least favorite of the early Aerosmith albums, but this song would mark high. It has a little spunk to it. It's better than the crap songs on there. I do like it better than Walk This Way. Well, I, I put it, I, I do like Twisnatic. This is probably why I like this song. It's got the arrow groove, reminds me. I thought it reminded more, more of Rocks. The groove, at oh. least. And uh, I, it says I like the background vocals, the, the, the women in the background. I like the guitars. Kramer's drums is awesome. It's got that arrow crunch his back. 
and the ending guitar jam is pretty cool. Okay, well, I do like it better than Toys in the Attic, so as far mm -hmm. as I'm concerned, yeah, I probably agree with you. All right, well, let's get into the, the first single off this album, which is co-written with, uh, well, the music by Jim Valance. I like Jim Valance. He, he's the uh, what, Brian Adams co-writer a lot. Tyler wrote this song and music by uh, Tyler Perry and Valance. Uh, what do you think of Legendary Child? It's too much like a bunch of other Aerosmith tunes mashed together. It's not horrible, but far from my favorite. Yeah, I put it's a single, has the crunch, good drums, but it's ordinary. Like the crunch of beer nuts. <laughs> but we're talking about beer nuts. Growl! Sorry, Mr. Yogi. Didn't mean to chew on you. Yo, boo-boo, let's go get a picnic basket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I just think it's ordinary. I think they could have picked a better song for a single to start this shit off. But, uh, yeah, it, it's it's just, like you said, it's like a mismatch of a bunch of Aerosmith songs put into one. It's like they, the Tyler lost his, his will to live or something, man. It's like he's not writing oh, shit. Yeah. And then he did that country album, which really bombed, too. So I'm so... I am I am kind of tripped out that you are agreeing with me on at least some of this stuff. Right. Wow. Well, this see. is one of my favorite reviews I've ever done with you. <laughs> and then we get into track seven. What could have been love? What do you think of this one? Um, horrible. Anyone who likes this song prefers women who do not tuck in their shirts. I am not against men who do not like women who tuck in their shirts, but if those men look at other men and pretend the men are women and they pretend the tent they sleep in is a shirt, then they probably like this song, and I am disgusted. Yeah, this is what I said about the song. Bad sucks. I wouldn't miss a thing. Crap. Come on, you guys. You could do do way better. Hate it. Stop looking for a fucking hit. <laughs> yeah. Or if they're looking for a hit, I'm willing to hit them. I'm willing to smack them, man. Get back into the fucking yeah. 70s shit, man. Or even Pump style. Pump was awesome. I love Pump. You know. But this shit, um, this shit is terrible. This is like freaking. Yeah. And it's outside songwriters again. Fr Fredrickson, Russ Irwin. You know, and, and it's like fuck. They they say they don't trust themselves on songwriting anymore. That they freaking just blow. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even look at who wrote what. I was just like, if I looked at who wrote what, that would have made me judgmental on the songs. Instead, I just listened to the songs. This but, just sounds like a bunch of rejects. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah it, let's, it let's sounds... get we need that hit from i will i don't want to miss a thing we need to get that hit man we need to get back on the charts man this ain't working <laughs> i'm almost into i'd almost listen to i can't fight the spewing over this yeah i like that song i don't but i would listen to that over this yeah i'm an oreo fanatic i like everything they do you like basically. oreos with um the fruity pebble filling or just the regular cream just the regular cream all right 
All right, you are then, you are my guy. And then we get into a total Aerosmith song, track number eight, Street Jesus. What do you think of this one? Oh, in the introduction, I was about to dismiss this tune, but after it started up, it's as good as the stuff on Draw the Line. Believe me, it's really hot. Nice. That's Well, they did it themselves. It's Tyler, Whitford, and Perry, man. This is a great wow. track. I love this song. The crunch is back again. It jams, and the solo is freaking awesome. And I said, yes, more, please. This album should have went the way this song went to freaking get this shit going, you know? Yep. Scab Aerosmith became Wound Aerosmith with Wound being healed and only Pimple that got popped and Clear Skin Aerosmith in some songs. Okay, and then we get to the Aerosmith looking for another hit. Can't Stop Loving You featuring Carrie Underwood. What do you think of this track? You have to be kidding me, right? Pure caca. Stupid shit of a song. This makes me want to hit someone. <laughs> only got... Only... Well... I, I wrote the same thing about about this, but I'm, I'm, I guess I, I need to say it again. Only guys who hate women who wear tucked in shirts would like this song. Women who wear tucked in shirts are too sexy for the boring men who think Michael DeBar is a pretty woman. I do think he's handsome, so I should shut up. Well, fuck, he sucked in Power Station when, when he took over for Palmer. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. Oh, he like did. <laughs> fucking ah, sucked. No, well, well, I was so disappointed can... when I was watching Live Aid and Power Station came out with that little faggot up there, with that little guy up there, I mean. No, I like him. Uh, but but I well, well well we have to talk about that and and I don't mean I'm not discouraging about gay people I'm just saying that he, I am you know back in the eighties back in the eighties we called people we didn't like you know I am discouraging against gay people even though he's not gay I know he's but, not gay but, I, but he ruined but, Power Station well well um well all I know is um if if if, if we both think the same thing about the song then. Maybe I should shut up about Michael DeBar. But if 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 you heard him in Detective, well, that's something else totally. But but we'll we'll leave that for another then, day. Then he tried to become like get into acting. He was a good actor. He tried to do yeah. A, they tried to do a remake of WKRP in Cincinnati with him, and I was like, no thanks. <laughs> he was in a movie with Mick Jagger. And I thought, fuck, whoever that director was who got both of them is fucking cool. Yeah, so okay. that's me. Well, let's get into my opinion on this. Can't stop loving you. Sucks. Hated it. Another attempt at Aerosmith trying to get a number one hit. Right on. Like right. Michael DeBar. All right. Well, then we'll get into the next track, which you like, Lover A Lot. So here's Lover A Lot on the Freeform Rock Podcast by Aerosmith.
Okay, that was Lover A Lot by Aerosmith. What'd you think of that? You like that track, huh, Lee? This sounds like a good down and dirty version of something from Draw the Line. It is fucking great. I'll go so far to say it's one of my favorite Aerosmith songs of all time, and I'm not kidding. I thought it was a little repetitive, but it's a cool track. I like it, but I don't think it's one of the best of all time. Well, I would prefer a repetitive best than a repetitive worst. <laughs> yeah, you know, so but, but I mean, uh, I, I only heard it once, so I don't know if it was repetitive. If I listened to it 200 times, it might become repetitive because I heard it that many times, but... For me, I, well, I used to write songs when I was six that were like a half hour long and I kept going over and over and over and over again. So maybe I like repetitiveness, but I liked it. Yeah, it was okay. I had no problem with it. And then we cool. get into track 11, uh, which was totally written by Diane Warren. It's Here's Steven Tyler. Phone. Hey, Diane. We're making a new album. You got a song we could have? We need a number one hit. We need another. I want to miss. A, I want. Don't want to miss another thing. Yeah. Uh, oh, here you go. I'll oh give you this crap. God. Okay. Uh, this is. We all fall down. What do you think of this one? Um. Even though you said Diane Warren wrote it, I'm going to pretend that Steven Tyler put mascara on his face and wrote it. But anyway, if Peter Chris wanted to rewrite Beth with most of his post-Kiss ballads. I guess I can't blame Steven Tyler for wanting to do another Dream On. In some ways, I like it better than Dream On, and other ways, I like it less. Mostly, I like it less. I am not a fan of Aerosmith's ballads. I like some of their ballads. I like the ballads that they write. Like, I compared this song as trying to sound like You See Me Crying, which I love that track. That's a Oh, great... I hate it. I love that song. But this I song... I like this song better. This song is like Lee Gershman says is Poop Down the Toilet. I have to do a song called Poop Down the Toilet and make it shitty on purpose just to... <laughs> but, but then people would fucking like it and... You know what? I, I, I did, uh, well, I, I did some shitty stuff that people are liking, and I'm I'm very upset about it. <laughs> That's funny, man. Well, this song is like poop-flavored vodka. You don't want to try it. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I will agree there. <laughs> All right, and then we get into track number 12, Freedom Fighter. What do you think of this one? Oh... Uh, this this is going to be laughable. This sounds like Willie Nelson and the cult. Completely fucking weird sound and idea. I'm not sure I'm totally into it, but it isn't bad. I'd like to hear you too do it. <laughs> it's a good song, but just not right for Aerosmith. Yeah, Joe Perry did lead vocals on this song. I like it. I think it's cool. And Johnny Depp also did the background vocals. And the solo is freaking hot. I think it... Well, I I think it's really weird. Because it sounds like 
I, I don't know if you you have heard much of Willie Nelson, but yeah, it sounds like I figured it must have been like not Steve Tyler, like a Joe Perry kind of vocal, and he sounds kind of like Willie Nelson. But if you think of Willie Nelson doing um, a cult tune like She Sells Sanctuary, but with Willie Nelson oh, singing like, suck. ah, like, ah, She Sells Sanctuary. I mean, weird. It So this kind of sounded weird, but not horrible. No, I, I like it. I think it's a good change-up. It's cool to hear Steve, uh, Joe Perry sing. And he wrote the song by himself, so that was that was awesome. Oh! But wow, well... I read um, he tried to make it like a political song. He was looking at CNN, and when you look at CNN, you can't trust what's coming out on that channel anyways, but... <laughs> yeah, I actually like Steve... I mean, um, Joe Perry's songwriting anyway so kudos to him for doing it but if, if he could stop using Willie Nelson on lead vocals and crediting himself that would be better uh, <laughs> <laughs> alright and then we get to track number 13 closer what do you think of this one at least this boring song sounds like a boring song from classic Aerosmith they didn't always hit the mark during their heyday. They had shitty songs back then, too. This must have been one of them. It's a stinkeroo, all right. I agree with you. I said, don't like it. It's bad. It's not even filler. It's bad. It, the guitar, yeah. all I liked on it was the guitar sound, and but the rest of the song, the rest of the song was so bad, I didn't even want to hear the freaking guitar anymore. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, if you see me crying is garlic, then closer is onions. Oh man, this song is just bad. I mean, bad. It's poop <laughs> milkshake onion. Poop milkshake with vodka. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh shit. <coughs> yeah, I. I like you see me crying before I gulped poop milkshake vodka. Believe me. Uh, milkshake vodka. That's funny. You should make a song called "Poop Milkshake Vodka." And I and I and if I do it, I will not make it sound like you see me crying. <laughs> I might make it sound like you see me shitting and go, "Oh, <laughs> you see me shitting!" <laughs> ah, like that. Alright, and then we get into track number 14 is one of the other track, the third track and final track you pick, Something. So here's Something on the Freeform Rock Podcast by Aerosmith.
That was something by Aerosmith. What do you think of that song? This song sounds like if George Harrison wrote Helter Skelter. It's very odd, but I really like it. For some reason, this is very groovy. I really like it a lot. It's weird as hell, but in a good way. Yeah, this is a good song, and, and um, I, I, like you said, groovy. I said it's got a good groove and a nasty crunch. I think yeah, Perry, and I think Perry sounds great singing on this song. Oh yeah, fuck yeah, fucking love this song. And he wrote this song again by himself. So it looks that's like that's fucking cool. Yeah, that's I, I, fucking right on. Man. I like this track. And then we get into the album closer on the original CD, and we'll get into the boat, the three bonus tracks after this song. But this is ending the first CD. Another last goodbye with Desmond Child and Perry and and uh, Tyler. What do you think of this track? Well, first of all, thank God that we are doing more songs. Because if I had to end talking about this song, I would have said it was a fucking piece of poop bomb. Like most of Aerosmith's closing tracks. But what I say about it is how many versions of Dream On do we need? <laughs> this song sucks. I am not a fan of it. Yeah, it's a so-called heartfelt song and all that. But no, I'm not into it. Toy! Yeah, if I had it, anything good to say about it, I'd say it is probably similar to the best poop that Jeff Lynne shit out of his butt. Yeah, this song is terrible. It's drawn out. It's just bad. Sad way to end the regular CD. It's like, oh my god. Are they, they're just trying to go to the cow, milk the cow way too much and trying to get a hit. And it's like, you could hear it. The way they just go out and get songwriters to say, Hey man, you got us a big hit with this one. Can you get us one with this one, Desmond? Because we suck. <laughs> we can't we can't write good songs anymore. <laughs> yeah, um My bad Tyler impression. <laughs> I yeah, I I may just just for the hell of it listen to Desmond Child and Rouge, but if I do that, I'll do it knowing that he had not done Bon Jovi co-writes or any of that shit yet. Believe it or not, I won't get into this, but I'll just say really quickly, there's one progressive rock group I I really love, and I found out that the lead singer, he, after he left that group, he became a A A&R band for Elektra. And he was responsible for bringing Bon Jovi into uh, Electra and having a deal. So I will say he's a very bad man. I like bad Bon Jovi. Man. Good man. Bad. Good. Bad good. Of, well, okay, 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 okay. But okay, I'm, I'm not going to say he is bad. But I will say shame, shame. But that's me. But, but no. 
I, I won't get into it now, but later one day we might do that band's album, but I'm not going to say who they are yet. Okay, and then let's get into the three bonus tracks. We got the first one, Up on the Mountain by Hamilton. What do you think of this one? Hmm. Is that Devo singing? <laughs> this is very strange. The music sounds like a washed-out version of Walk This Way, and I'm not the biggest fan of that song. This is like Digital Underground's Humpty Hump, nerd style. Not quite my favorite, but it's very weird, and I'm not offended by it. I like this track. I think it's cool. I think it could have replaced another Last Goodbye on the, the regular CD. Yeah. Holy hell, yes. Yeah, I think they should have took at least one of those crap tastic ones off the first CD and just put this on there. But uh, it's a cool track. I like it. And let's get into Oasis in the Night by Perry. What do you think of this one? All right, whoever is singing sounds like Lou Reed. This is a weird song. I'm not sure I like it, but there's something very odd about it that I don't hate. I'll say it's a song I don't like, but of the type of songs I don't like, it's at least weird and interesting. It's not terrible. I think it sucks. That's all I wrote, sucks. Oh, <laughs> I guess I guess I like it 1% better than you, but, but, but I'm really tripped out that I'm the one who's making the more complimentary <laughs> um, descriptions of the songs this time. I'm tripping out kudos, that you're just not kudos saying shit. Kudos, <laughs> kudos for you, man. Yeah, um, I haven't said shit yet. Okay, I said shit. Okay, right. that's good. And then we get into the last bonus track, Sunny Side of Love. What do you think of this one? This sounded like a George Harrison tune. As a George Harrison tune, I kind of liked it. But it isn't what I want from Aerosmith. I don't look to see who... I didn't look to see who wrote it. But what I liked about Aerosmith's early albums was they wrote most of their own material. I hope they didn't write this. And they had or if they did, Tom Hamilton, their worst songwriter, wrote it. No, but it was I don't Tyler and, hate and it. I just don't love it. Huh? It was Tyler and Fredrickson. Okay. So, alright. So, um, I always confuse um, Marty Fredrickson with Richie Kotzen. Like you know, it's 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 like for some reason <laughs> the fact that they have E N at the end of their name makes me always think that they're the two same guys, even though they're not. But but I but I would say, like for instance, Richie Sambora and Richie Kotzen are probably the same guy, or whatever <laughs> the hell. Well, I I mean I don't know, but all, all, all I know is. I don't even remember. Did you say you liked this tune or you didn't? No, I didn't say it. I just said sucks and more sucky. <laughs> Man, so you basically made me hear three songs that were shit. Well, the first one was good. <laughs> the, the first, no. I mean, the, the first song, 
out of the 18 or the first song out of the other? The bonus. <laughs> the, the bonus was that I get to hear you say it sucked more. That's the bonus. Well, the problem with Aerosmith is that they use too many damn Fuck. outside songwriters and they don't go back to the freaking good shit. They don't go back to the Aerosmith crunch. I want to hear the, the freaking dual crunch of, of with uh, freaking Whitford and Barry, man. I want yeah, to dun, 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 yeah. hear that Aerosmith and freaking Steven Tyler singing out of tune going, ah! you know, I yeah. want to hear that shit. Yeah, I can do that. I go, now. I'll go, we need and to hear the, cool. the out-of-tune Tyler back, man. Come on. We love that shit. We don't you like can, it when you try to... We don't like it when you try to sing like freaking Celine Dion, dude. I will give you tons of links to my songs and you can hear as many out-of-tune vocals as you can. Hey, you're not I, trying to sound like Celine Dion, you know. Yeah. I... I I'm... I'm... Well... I'm not... Even if I was, I couldn't. <laughs> but 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 anyway, what I'm saying is, uh, kudos to you for for having me listen to this whole album. I'm like, now I'm almost bulletproof. If I can listen to this piece of shit, <laughs> even though even though not all of it was shit, that that makes me kind of hopeful for other albums. Uh, I, I might I, I even hope they listen. Don't, I hope they I don't make another listen. album. Please, yeah, I don't. thank you, thank you, but I'm <coughs> thinking, um, well, without getting into details, I will say that when I heard one particular album of Bon Jovi, and I compared it to their early stuff, I found it to be more my style, even though some people didn't like it, but, but what I'm going to say is, I might try Bon Jovi more now. Oh my god, don't 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 quote me on it. You can leave time. it in. You can leave it in, but just as long as people don't fucking post that shit. You know, just listen but don't fucking post what I say. I think I'll say. go Thank on your you. on your page and go Lee wants to listen to more Bon Jovi. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, if you really need to, then I'm gonna find find an album for you next time. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so we're done with this craptastic album. My synopsis on Aerosmith is: stop making music unless you make good music, because you don't know how to make good music anymore. You lost your way. You lost your your way. You lost your your crunch. You lost your heart. You lost your balls. This album, I only liked eight songs off of it. You could have made an eight-song album, and it would have been decent. Not great. It would have been decent. This is not the Aerosmith that I've come accustomed to. I know a lot of people hated the 90s Aerosmith, but I did love Get a Grip, Pump, and uh, 80s, er, late 80s Aerosmith. I did not like press, Just Press Play. I like the sound of Honking on Bobo. That is the Aerosmith they need to get back to. That sound. Steven Tyler, stop trying to make country music. Just retire and play live concerts because you guys do kick-ass live and you never have gave a bad show. Mm -hmm. Right on, And th saying that, do you have a track of the week, Lee? Um, ah, uh, um, let's see. 
Oh, I don't want to give you another Spin Doctors song because you don't like them. Yeah. I threw up up when you said that. Oh, shit. Yeah. um, I'll say... I guess... um, I don't know whether or not you have this on, on... Or if you can find it, but Pace... Ashton Lord Band, the song Ghost Story. Paste? How do you spell that? P A. That that's that's P A I C E, and then Ashton A S H T O N, and Lord L O R D Band, Ghost Story G H O S T. I know how to spell that. S T O R Y. I K N O W H O W two T O S P E L L T H A D. I know how to spell that. All right. Well, I'm gonna pick. I'm, a- I'm just being. I'm. I'm, I'm just being. Uh, this weird. Okay. But yeah, if uh, it, they they but but that's like an offshoot of Deep Purple. That's, All right. That's oh Pace, you know, the drummer of, of yeah. Um, yeah, oh, Ian, Pace, Pace. Ian Pace and, and yeah. Lord and some dude named Ashton. Yeah, yeah, Tony Ashton. Okay, I get it now. And then we right. get then I'll pick uh, a new album by uh, Europe called Walk the Earth and the title track called Walk the Earth. I think huh. it's kick ass and I like it. Maybe you won't like it, but I like it. So I actually believe it or not, even though I didn't like the early Europe, I actually really love the later Europe. So. Yeah, the Damn. later Europe is kicking you, ass. You, you, you are one of the guys who changed my mind. You are fucking awesome. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't, don't repeat that. But you are awesome. Thank you, man. Well, we got. I got to get out of here. I got to go get my food out of the oven before it right burns, on. and I'm starving. Okay. And um, I watched a shit show of the Niners today, so I'm kind of depressed. So I want to go yeah. eat. So we're gonna okay. we're gonna play you out with Pace Ashton Lord. Uh, band called ghost story and then the new track from europe called walk the earth on the freeform rock podcast and what are we doing next week um how about if uh, well okay i'm thinking to myself there's an album called armageddon and it had keith ralph from the yardbirds on it but the drummer paul bobby caldwell is a friend of mine on facebook i'm thinking that would be cool to do all right, well, just send me the links, and we'll do that next week. And I will definitely do that for you. Kate. It's kick fucking ass. All right, so here's Pace Ashton Lord band called Ghost Story, and then Europe Walk the Earth on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Have a good week, Lee, and, and talk to you Thank tomorrow. Thank you so much. All right, bye, man. Now let's get into the promos. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I want to rock. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. You got Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We've got Bush. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. That's right, bangers. Cold beer, hot women, loud music, and copious amounts of hairspray and spandex. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, the Big Bushy Power Hour is the biggest party on that metal station.com. Ear Peelers. 
the podcasting and interview news sites to keep up with your favorite bands or artists and the podcasts or interviews where they appear. Go to earpeeler.com to find out what we're all about. You haven't listened to Mars Attacks podcast? What are you waiting for, man? Host Victor M. Ruiz brings you all types of hard rock and metal-based podcasts. You'll find everything from music-based episodes, interviews, to series such as ultra-sexy classic album series, where some of your favorite musicians, producers, journalists, and show hosts comments on the albums that push the evolutionary chains of hard rock and metal. Get with it and go to MarsAttacksRadio.com to find out more. Punch it! Get blasted! Hey, this is Lee Gerstmann, and if you like to hear some stuff that's like, you don't know what it's gonna be, and even if it's stuff that I don't even know what it's gonna be, check me out on what I call the Lee Gerstmann Show, and it's just me doing reviews, or me doing horsing around, or whatever I'm doing. Check it out, please. You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artist by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.